It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and a huge welcome to this week's episode of Gina Gardner and Friends. I have a great friend with me today. We've spoken on a number of occasions about some really important themes. You know, what's your goal? Is it to be rich or is it to give impact and make a difference and actually can you have both? My guest today is Monica Henderson. She's an amazing lady. She's on a mission to change millions of lives around the world by helping change makers, thought leaders, coaches and experts to live healthy, wealthy and full lives. Monica, a huge welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. And I'm so excited to, to have the conversation with you today. Oh, that's brilliant. Now, tell people a little bit about your story and your impending change. Yeah. So, you know, I have always been an entrepreneur. Uh, every fiber in me has been built to be an entrepreneur. And uh, I remember when I had decided that I was going to, I'm, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to like fully dive in and I'm never going back to the W2 world. It is it. Uh, I was so intrigued uh, and excited. And uh, I even got a tattoo, which back then it was like, you know, if you have a tattoo, you're marred and you can't, you know, no one will do business. <laughs> well, with you. I have you can't get a job, change. right? Like, <laughs> things have changed so much. But at the time, that was the thought process. And I even had an, a conversation with my aunt who was like, uh, why did you get that? Now no one's going to employ you. Now, mind you, it's in a very, you know, it's a little tiny butterfly on my shoulder. So it really is not that big of a deal. But that was the extent of like passion I was in never going back to a nine to five. Uh, and at that time, when I was 28 years old uh, and made this decision that I was going to step fully into this life, I, I remember having um, a meditation session and, and visualizing every single solitary thing that I wanted and saying, I want that come what may. And those magic words of come what may 
uh, really set the universe in, in action for me. Uh, and I began to make a series of decisions uh, that were going to be different uh, because the universe was pushing me in that direction. I went from uh, having a beautiful home with my daughter uh, to uh, not not being able to live in that home anymore because my car broke down. And uh, so then I had to live with family members and I'm sleeping on a rollout bed in the living room with my four, with my two-year-old. And I'm like, how did I get here? I thought I was going to, this was going to be it. This was going to be my changeover. Uh, and uh, it was not, it was the beginning. It was that, it was the falling away of all the things that were going to keep me from living the fullest expression of who I am. Uh, and everything that I saw in that visioning session, uh, all of those things had to fall away so that I could be directly aligned with where I needed to be in order to uh, create imp impact in the world. And so I uh, decided that I was going to take this opportunity to revamp my life uh, and bought a little notebook and a pen because that was really kind of all I could afford at the moment uh, and went to the park. And for a week, I decided I was going to map out my life. I was going to write everything down. I was going to write all the questions. I was going to question everything, every single morsel of my life. Uh, and in doing that, I was able to um, create a vision story for myself mm -hmm. and then decided that I was going to take only steps that were going to get me closer to this vision. Uh, and if this vision, if it's not a part of that vision, it didn't count. So even if it was uncomfortable, even if it was like obnoxious and no one would ever do it, I was going to do it anyway. Okay. Uh, and so I, I had this huge commute and, and all of these things I needed to be in the city. I needed to be in uh, this vision that I have for myself and the pursuit of that vision um, became the foundation for the program that I created that now others use. And also it became the vehicle in which I now know how I'm going to be able to create impact in the world. But it took all of that chaos, right, to kind of mold me into this space so that I could really realize who I was meant to be on this world and how how I could create impact uh, and be a force for change in the world. And so that's kind of what set me in motion to help people live healthy, wealthy, and fulfilled. Ultimately, you know, there's what strikes me is how often we go through that chaos. You make a decision, you had very, very clear goals and you'd visualize them. And those people who are into manifesting, that's very much you know how they uh, advise you to get into that very vibrational feel of being yes. in the moment when you've achieved it. But nevertheless, lots and lots of challenges and you were really, really clear what you wanted and you've achieved it. And I find it really interesting how often people go through that chaos in order to find out who they are. And I think that's, a, for me, that's one of the most important things is knowing yourself and appreciating who you are, and then being able to make impact on others. And let's just uh, clarify, we're talking about positive impact on others because you can have impact, <laughs> <laughs> can't you? Um, and it's anything but positive. <laughs> so 
so true and in accurate. I think a lot of the times, most of us, when the universe is pushing us to change, right, pushing us to do something different, we are hell bent on holding it all together and not letting it fall apart. And, and I think that push pull um, of the universe trying to help us alleviate the pain by moving us into a different direction and us being so incredibly hell bent on sticking to, no, 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 I can't let this fall apart and I can't let that fall apart and pulling all those things together. Um, and, you know, the visualization that brought me to that, I was sitting in Agape uh, International Spiritual Center and uh, Michael Bernard Bethick was, was walking us through planting a seed in our soul, right? Okay. And he told us this analogy that in order for the seed, in order for an acorn to become an oak tree, it has to shed the shell. Yeah. It can no longer have that shell, right? And so yeah. if if the things that we needed to protect us, to get us to that moment are no longer necessary, we have to let it go. But so many times we don't want to let those things go. We want to hold on to them. Uh, because they were our protection against the wind, right? When you think of that acorn, it was hanging on the tree and then it dropped down and it had to survive all the things to get planted where it needed to get planted. And that shell was so important. But the unfolding of a person is super necessary to let go of some things so that the the full acorn experience can turn into that oak tree so that it can actually fully develop into what it needs to be. And if you're so busy holding on to all of those things that served you before, then you will never allow yourself to be able to be the full version of yourself. And so that that is the morsel that I want everyone to understand the chaos is necessary. Uh, and, and, and instead of asking, why is this happening to me? Ask, how am I going to how do what do I need in this moment to be okay with the shift that's happening in my life? And how can I leverage this to grow fast and big and strong and amazing? Uh, what what are the lessons that are, are necessary to learn now so that when I do become that full full version of myself, uh, that I'm ready? to withstand anything and everything that comes along that journey of becoming that little sapling into this big giant, you know, strong tree. And so uh, it's so important uh, um, for people to really understand that. Such a powerful metaphor. We've got to go to a break, but when we come back, I want to just explore you know, this principle of letting go. And I think there's a combination of letting go and stepping out, but we'll come to that after the break. So lots to, to talk about. Please don't go away. Join us after the break. Are you or a loved one struggling with addiction? Rancho Milagro Recovery is an accredited drug and alcohol addiction recovery program treating the whole person through their lifelong recovery process. Our process incorporates both medication-assisted treatment and psychological therapy to help all aspects of an individual's mind, body, and spirit. Our lavish accommodation sits on 60 acres of outdoor greatness where your privacy and discretion is our utmost concern. Find lasting recovery and walk away from addiction one step at a time. RanchoMilagroRecovery.com Meet Rajat. He started his class as WhatsApp group and became super popular. Hey, I was always popular, huh? Timetable changes. 
celebrating class cancellations, rehearsal updates, sharing notes, farewells, crying over surprise tests. Everything happens on the group. Rajat may be the admin, but he's never really had to act like one. Except today. Are you really sure that this is true? No, man. It was a forward. So I know. Rajat patiently right? explained that such messages could create tension and turn people against each other. I mean, it's dangerous. Please don't do this again, yeah. Or else I'll have to remove you from the group. Come, let's go get some dosa. And then Come. it was time for the college fest, yeah. Be like Rajat. Share joy, not rumors. Welcome back. Before the break, Monica was talking about the need to let go of holding on to things being the same. And, you know, it strikes me that many people are caught in what they call their comfort zone. Actually, in my experience personally, and then many clients I've worked with, it's actually, generally speaking, pretty uncomfortable because you're stuck. And you were talking about letting go and i think for me there's two there's two elements to this the one is letting go of of needing to buy into the illusion that you are safe if you stay stuck um and i i strongly believe it is an illusion because if you stay still in effect you're going backwards because other things are moving forwards and i think this letting go of who you think you need to be of who you were because if you allow yourself to evolve you have to let go of who you were in order to become the who you are now and then let go of that version of you in order to become the next best version of you so for me there's this this letting go but there's also this stepping out of that the illusion of that you are safe in your comfort zone. Yeah, you know, the, I, I talk all the time about this tiny moment of courage, right? Uh, that stepping out part. Yeah. We all have those tiny moments of courage, right? And they may be quiet. They may be quiet courage, right? Where you're like, I think I should do it. Like, I think I should make that phone call or I think I should ask that person the question or I think I should volunteer, right? There there are these tiny moments where we have a bit of courage. And if people can step out in those moments, uh, that is the the tiny peephole to like unearthing everything that you want. Because I mean, we have to realize that nothing, I mean, nothing in life that you want it's on this side of fear. It's always on the other side. (laughs) It's always anything worthwhile is always on the other side of fear. I I can't think of a single thing that was worth me having in my life, not from, you know, having a child to getting married, to moving to a new city, to making new friends, all of it, every single bit of it was on the other side of fear. It was never where I was comfortable. It was never where I was sitting. It was never on this side of that, that, that river of fear. Right. And so if, we can listen to that one tiny moment of courage and and actually just lean into it, say hello, or make that comment or pick up the phone or send that message or little tiny action in that moment 
that moment of fear, uh, the moment of that moment of courage, uh, and walk through that fear in that moment, uh, you'd be surprised how the universe confi- conspires for your good at that point, right? In, in, I, in, absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing is, think if we can sometimes recognize that what we interpret as fear is just that something's unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. But it, it, you know, that it, we're hot-wired to um, to challenge change, to think, you know, there's a huge risk in here, and that's how we survived as cavemen and women, isn't it? But, yes. But so often, well, I think that change is one of the three constants in life, along with death and death. <laughs> um, you know, we're changing from the moment we're conceived until the moment we die. We're changing physically, emotionally, spiritually. We're growing. And yes. some of the changes are external to us. Um, but I think the biggest change is that one that goes on internally, which is I'm going to embrace this. It might not be comfortable but it will become more so in order to grow and to achieve um, what I want to achieve. I need to step out and I need to let go of that old whatever it is and yeah. look at the excitement in it. You know, stage fright is the same yes. effectively <laughs> as excitement and a bit of adrenaline you need for a good performance, isn't it? It is. It is. You so- know, Oh, sorry, go on. I interrupted you. You're, you're spot on when it comes to this this concept of the fear is really just the unknown and in the uncertainty of change, right? Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely you you said it's one of the three constants. I'm curious as to what the other two constants that you're 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 alluding to. Um, but I always say change is the like is a by law, it is constant. It, everything is in change. Uh, through nature, everything is cyclical, right? Uh, our lives are cyclical. The days are cyclical. The time is cyclical. Everything around us is cyclical. So the, this concept that we have that things should be the same ever is is the big the big illusion, right? Yeah. That the world uh, is selling us the 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 concept that you know you can ever be the same person you were ever before yeah. is a lie. <laughs> it's the <laughs> actual lie. Yeah. Every second that we're alive, we are different. Every second, every experience that we have shifts us well, ever so cells, slightly. And it's cells are, con- are changing. We're not the same person no. in our physicality in a few weeks that we were today. Are we? Yeah. I mean, everything shifts. But just everything. um the two other constants, it's Mr. I think it's Mr. Micawber, one of Dickens characters, who talks about the constants in life being death, you know, that certainty mm-hmm. that you know, if you're born at some point you're gonna die. Uh mm-hmm. and the other was that you were gonna have to pay taxes. Oh, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> death, taxes, and change. I love it. <laughs> but you know, one of the things that that really strikes me about you talked about chaos and i think it's a really great thing to explore because out of the if you're curious about the chaos rather than you fear the chaos out of that chaos will emerge something different 
So you've got a butterfly on your shoulder. But, you know, when a butterfly goes into the pupa, having been a caterpillar, it completely decomposes from a caterpillar in order to become a butterfly. It's not a slight change. It is a complete (laughs) metamorphosis. And we have the option to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. You, You know, it always looks like chaos when you're up close to it. The universe, think about it. The universe feels like chaos. But when you like further and further away from it, you go, you realize that there is a divine order and a patterning to that chaos. Uh, And so this concept that, yes, it feels like chaos, right? It feels like I can't control, I can't grasp anything. I can't control what is happening. Uh, feels like chaos, but the reality is, is that is the divine order of your life, right? In those cyclical changes, there are so there are millions of cyclical changes happening around you at exactly the same time, like in you and externally and yeah. internally. There are things in orbit, in their own orbits, in their you know happenstancing in the same place in order for things to happen. Uh, but change has an anatomy. It's 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 one of the things that I teach is called the six um the six year rule. And how I came to this was my own musings. I, I have the whole entire world that lives in my head, just me <laughs> and my thoughts. Uh and uh there was this musing of I get bored often, right? I'm bored. Why am I bored? I'm bored. I do something, I like start a project. And then I want to do go, 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 go. And it's so much fun. And then it gets to this point and I'm bored and I want to do something else. And I thought, huh, well, that's interesting. When I look at my life, this seems to be a pattern for me. Yeah. Right. And when I started applying, what is that pattern and how often does it happen? I realized that, wait a minute, there is a real pattern to this. And then I thought, well, maybe there's a pattern to my life, like how I'm living my life. So then I started looking at that in in that moment, I came to this realization that every six years, I'm a completely different person. Like I'm a whole, whole other entity of a person, right? Mind, body, spirit, completely different. And if you really look at the human lifespan, right? When you think of from birth to six years old, you can't, you're not the same person, right? The evolution that has happened in those six years is tremendous. And if you kind of do that all the way through your life. You think six to six to 12 and 12 to tw- um, to 18 and 18 to 24 and 24 to 30 and 30 to 36. You can't be the same person in each of those eras. Your intentions are different. Your desires are different. Your wants are different. Your needs are different. Everything about you is different. And so when I started to discover a little bit more about this rule, I realized that there's a pattern to it there's an actual pattern to it. We're going to have to stop there because we've got to go for a small short break and it's fascinating stuff. So please don't go away. Um, Do join us because I want to spend the last few minutes of the show uh, looking at, you know, goal or impact, financial, financial impact, uh, sorry, financial or positive impact Mm -hmm. or both. So please don't go away and we'll explore that on the way back. 
Travel is part of the American way of life. When we're on vacation, we keep an eye out for anything that looks out of place. <laughs> Miss your bag. When we travel from city to city, we pay attention to our surroundings. Everyone plays a role in keeping our community safe. Whether you're traveling for business or pleasure, be aware of your surroundings. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Take a step toward bringing our country and community together. Start a meaningful conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. We've been talking about, you know, embracing the chaos of development and evolution. But I want to spend, as I said, the last few minutes talking about, you know, what is your goal? You're moving to a goal of of financial um, success to one way much more um, a positive impact. Talk me through that. Just bear in mind that our time is quite short. At, <laughs> yeah. you, have you I could literally talk to you forever. But uh, so right before the break, I was talking about the, my life trajectory. Uh, and in understanding my life trajectory, I realized that I need I need something different every single six years of my life. And so I had set a goal at 28 when I realized this, that I was only going to work hard for 10 more years. And at, at the end of 10 years for money, at the end of 10 years, I was no longer going to be on this rat race that they call like make money for the sake of making money. But regardless of what I was doing, whether how much money I made or not, I, I was going to focus my energy on impact and how I was going to actually create the changes in the world that I wanted to see. Uh, and so I'm coming up on that on on that that birthday. The 42nd birthday is next May, May of 2023, uh, and uh, everything in me has followed that 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 process. And, and that that process that I was talking about is the cycle of rebirth, right? So we're born into a concept, and then we have to come to an understanding, and then once we have an understanding, then we have to build on that understanding building that understanding, you know, that, that knowledge we build, then we sustain that for a period of time. And then it's time for things to shift. It's natural. It automatically happens. The satisfaction or the, um, either the satisfaction or performance, you know, lowers. And all of a sudden we need to do something different, which sends us into this, uh, examining and developing. And then we do it all over again. I can make impact in the world with, with thought leaders and change makers and coaches and experts and helping them. And I can make money doing that. But now how do I take the way that I've helped them and how do I apply that to some of the world's problems? And we have three really major kind of concepts. We have systemic issues, right? Like how we're raising our children and how we're coming up in society and how we're supporting ourselves. Uh, we have this, this unhousing uh, problem, especially here in Los Angeles, where there are so many people who were in institutions and released from those institutions on their own recognizance and weren't able to do anything about it. And then we have rural and indigenous communities who know how to help us with climate change and we're not, we're not connecting with them. And so that's really the shift, the change, the rebirth that I'm coming into for uh, my next phase of life. There's so much there, and we could really have a program uh, uh, on each of those particular shifts. You know, what I find quite interesting is, for me, um, I think there is a way to have a divine financial exchange 
and make a positive impact and use that divine financial exchange in order to move the mission forward. And I think people often, and I'm not suggesting you do, but very often it's it's either or, when I think very often having a hybrid that works, so long as you don't lose the integrity of what you're trying to achieve, um, is, well, for me, that's the route that I'm taking in order to make a positive impact in the world. Yes. Um, but at the same time, recognising that currency is energy and it enables you to do other things. And in the last you know, minute or so, can you say you know, your thoughts about that? Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, I am not going into this next phase in creating a nonprofit in order for this to happen. I, I'm working within my own company that I've, I've built that is a for-profit business, but instead driving and steering the conversations around those people who are in my community and telling them, hey, these are problems that you can help solve. Brilliant. We've got to stop there. But before we do, where can people find you? So simple. Uh, so all of the ways to connect with me are on my personal connect page. So it's Monica M henderson.com it just remains for me to say to you as listeners thank you so much for joining us please do join us on the next show let other people know about it you know we give free meals based on the numbers of people who listen and also if you'd like to be in contact with me it's gina g-i-n-a at uh, gina gardener and friends that's gina and gardener g-a-r-d-i-n-e-r the word and friends. Thank you so much. Please join us on the next show. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.